What a week. Just an absolute week of NFL yeah. football. Yeah, and we, you and I had a fantastic time after we recorded last week. Oh, the, the trip to Mackey was that of legends. The, the amount of text that I got during that game of, where are you guys really that close? Like, yeah. yeah like we, we, were, we were in the first fan clip on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, for the whole game was yeah. you and me clapping to a woo. Yeah. yeah. So, but I, it was a time, it was a day, it was an all time day. Um, and with that, we are now to week 17. Down like, to- it, it's, it's real brother. Yeah. This season has flown by though. It, it really, ha- but I feel like it does like with you and me doing the pod and I think having games Thursday, Sunday, Monday, so really with that, I mean, you're looking, you have Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you're rolling into the next week. Right. Um, and these last couple of weeks going Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday has been fantastic. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And, and now you look at every single game, you know, outside of three or four means something to somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. This is the time of year where teams are not only playing their own game, but the you know as much as they say they're not, they're scoreboard watching. They're oh, you have to, right? So I mean, you you absolutely have to. Um, I and one of the things that that you have to do is this last week you have to admit there were some teams that absolutely shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. And I want to start at the top of the NFC and people are, Oh, the Eagles lost, but okay. They could have essentially wrapped up home field. Right. Last week, you had a lead. That, that choke job was unbelievable. Well, everybody wants to say that it's because hurts, is not playing. However, Hertz doesn't give up 40 points. Correct. That defense was the staple of this team. We talked about having three phases to make a playoff run. And we talked the Eagles, you know, the Eagles have a good offense. They have a good defense and their defense struggled against the Cowboys on Saturday afternoon. And you kind of look at it now that a world where, Philly is not going into the playoffs as good as they were three weeks ago. Huge red flag for the for the Eagles. I don't care if when Hertz comes back or if Hertz comes back for the regular season. Not having him just continuing to yell with that football team might come back and bite him. And and I think one of the things that you have to look at is this team that there's so much. I want to say unknown when it comes to playoff experience, how they're going to handle those big game situations. Now, do I still think that they're going to end up being the one seed? Absolutely. I do. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I, I think they will. However, it's again, you, they have to come back and pop in with positive performances in these next two weeks, or you're going to be looking at a team with a lot of question marks surrounding them as they move in 
to the playoffs. Um, I, it's Cindy's Titans. Uh, are we? I uh, are are we there? Are we giving the division to the Jaguars at this point now? I mean, they're in the, they're in the driver's seat, Josh. Right. Which, and I mean, he, here's the thing: you and I have talked from the very beginning on all of this. We wanted Week 18 Titans Jags to be for that division, and I think that regardless of what happens this week it's coming down to next week if i understood that correctly because if the titans lose and the jaguars win then it would come down to if the titans won it would come down to isn't it out after head to head because they would have both won yeah they would have split it, it listen listen if it gets to that point, I mean, we're all just going to be in a state of confusion. Well, and not only that, though, as NFL fans, this is exactly what we want. You know, yes. we want it to come down to this. Now, we- here, here's the thing. I think the Cowboys trounce the Titans Thursday night. I think the Jags trounce the Texans on Sunday. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I this this Tennessee team, I now with it saying that Derrick Henry probably not playing. Do they even have a shot? Like, is there even a point in talking about the Titans in the playoff picture at this point? Yeah, and, and then and then here's the other question: Now, Jaguars, Ravens possible for a trial matchup. Could we see a world where the Jacksonville Jaguars make it to the second weekend of the playoffs? Yeah. And so I'm reading up on the playoff scenarios is if Jacksonville beats the Texans on Sunday, and then they lose to the Titans in week 18, it's still the Jaguars. So really the Titans got to win out. Yeah. And I, I, Titans got to win out. There are so many, gosh, so many crazy scenarios. Um, oh, there's also a scenario where the, the Jaguars could be a, a wild card, but. I don't see the right world. because then if Miami loses out, then and Jackson, right. it's it's insane. It is absolutely insane. And the playoff machine on ESPN.com is one of the best tools known to man. But really, for this at least, the Titans shot themselves in the foot. Um, that just no questions about that. The Lions. Man. I mean that this was old Detroit Lions. Huge. I mean, we were talking about the hottest team in the NFL as of last week, the hottest team in the NFL. And then you lay just an absolute egg right against Carolina. Yeah. I talk about disappointing. That's a game. If you're Detroit, you win that you're feeling pretty darn good about yourself. Now, all of a sudden, you're in a win-out situation. Um, 
It's as simple as that. You have to beat um, the Bears this week, which all would hope that you would. Yep. And then you got to turn around and beat Green uh, Bay. Green Bay in Week 18. Who would have thought that there's a chance, Josh, that the Packers Lions game could be setting up to be a playing game in the NFC? I mean, there is a world in which it is for both teams. Right. That, okay, so even if the Packers lose to the Vikings, then all of a sudden, like, you go to Week 18. So let's say that the Lions win this week. The Packers lose this week. The Commanders lose this week. Then all of a sudden, you know, there's just a crazy, crazy world that the Lions really could have avoided if they would have just won. But on the same scenario, same way with the Commanders. Right. I mean, again, all of these teams who we've been talking about all year that, okay, we know probably the top – Four in the NFC, Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Cowboys. Those four are pretty set. All of these other teams are like, oh, well, you know, they could be a playoff team if they just take care of business. Well, now all of a sudden, they're not taking care of business, and it's right. coming back to bite them. And here's – the commanders essentially hold their own fate in their hands. Right. You win, you're in. You went out, you're golden. Here's what's frustrating if I'm a commander. My fans still don't want to show up. Well, and here's the next thing. Washington plays Cleveland this week, and then you have to play the Cowboys week 18. However, there is a world in which we know that Dallas will have nothing to play in week 18. Well, here's the thing for the commanders. Take care of the business against the Browns. Then if the Giants or if the Vikings beat the Packers, no matter what happens then in week 18, if the Packers then beat the Lions, the Commanders can be in. So the Commanders can still split and get in. Right. But, but you, the, get you have to beat the Browns this week if you're the Commanders. Right. Um, And by the way, we have breaking news via the NFL playoff machine that I just did. This week for the Titans and the Jaguars is irrelevant. Doesn't matter what happens. It is a play-in game for week 18. So for NFL fans, we're thrilled. You, You get a playoff game week 18, and if that game doesn't get flexed, shouldn't, is there... Any chance it gets flexed to Sunday night? I don't think there is Sunday night week 18. Okay. Well, well, they haven't even they haven't set kickoff times yet. I think they gotta see what happens week 17, and then they set the game times for week 18. Well, I'm just I'm gonna say if there is a Sunday night, which I'm pretty sure there is a Sunday night game, week 18. If there is, that's it. It's a playoff game. So, yeah. I mean, you're putting that – you're flexing that to Sunday night and you're having an opportunity to watch a playoff game in the last week of the season. Can't beat that. And isn't it – I don't think that there's a Sunday night game, man. Well, that's a bummer. 
I really don't. Well, then it's got to be the 325 game of the week. Correct. It's got to be the later one. Um, The Dolphins. Yeah. Now, again, Tua's running out of concussions, boys. I mean, he – how many times are you going to have to go through that before – like, just for your well-being, and we're going to get into a guy who I think put his well-being and his family above football here in a second. But how many – like, you're risking your life here at this point. You're risking your life. Yeah. Football's not worth it. No, it's not. And honestly, if you're if you're the Dolphins – I get it. It's really hard to say, oh, just fold up shop this year. Like, who cares? You There's always next year. But I, two is a competitor, Josh. He's coming back. If you don't think two is coming back, you're insane. Oh, you're correct. Insane. But, I, again, a team, you had a 10-point lead at half, and then you just lay eggs in that second half. Horrible loss for the Dolphins. Horrible loss for the Jets. I just not good for the two AFC East teams. No. Now there were some winners. Yeah. The Cowboys. Huge yeah. for the Cowboys. If nothing else, it's a little bit of doubt in the Eagles' head because right. it's looking like possibly. I think Dallas houses Tampa Bay in that first round. Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at a possible Philadelphia-Dallas second-round matchup, and all that's in there now is the taste of they beat us last time we played. Right, exactly. And if you're the Eagles, that's the last team you want to see. Yeah, you don't don't want – like the second weekend. And and Philly will be coming off a bye – and, I mean, how many times have we seen <laughs> – Sorry, how many times have you seen – Yeah, correct. Um, that, that, that is a struggle for um, that team coming off the bye. So, again, huge win for the Dallas Cowboys. The Chargers, listen. Go, Chargers, go, Josh. Don't let the Bolts get hot. They're, they're a fun team to watch, Josh. I told I told you. Watch out for those Los Angeles Chargers. They're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough out come January, and here we are. And and here's the thing. They've done this against a pretty tough schedule, too. And, listen, don't let the boys get hot is all I'm going to say. Because all it takes, Eckler, Allen, I mean, listen. Mike Williams. Don't let them get hot. You don't, because if I'm the Bengals right now, my thought process is anybody but them. Yeah. I don't want to see them. No. Uh, Hey, you know, we talked about them already. Maybe the biggest win of the weekend was Jacksonville. Yeah. I, I mean, they just, they are finding ways to win games. And Christian, why do you play the game? You play to win the game. It's that simple. I mean, and, and this is a team who's going back. Week 15 beat Dallas in overtime. 
Now week 16 coming off a huge win Thursday night. Like, and, and they didn't just smack the Jets. They, they beat them down. Yeah, That's a road win in horrible weather conditions. If you're the, the Jets, are you watching Trevor Lawrence evolve as a quarterback and you're like, why did we win that meaningless football game two years ago? Correct. And then you're also thinking, why did I not take Justin Fields with the second overall pick? Correct. Now, right. so now the Jaguars, you take care of business against Houston. Now you don't even have to do that, but you should. And then you get a home playoff game. Yep. And that's the thing about it is, Josh, they get the Titans at home week 18. Yep. You win that, then you get a home playoff game. Like, I mean, you, it's – I. You I, technically have an opportunity to have back-to-back playoff games because we're calling week 18 a playoff game because that's yes. what it is. You win and you're in, you lose and you're out. That's what we want. That's the scenarios we as football fans have been begging for all year. That's that's a home playoff game for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So the uh, Jacksonville has set themselves up nicely now coming down the stretch here to have an opportunity to make some noise in the playoffs. They're going to be a tough out. I, if, that's the thing. Nobody wants to play them right now. Right now, they're matching up to play Baltimore in the first round. I... I there's a really good chance Jacksonville is favored in that football game. Yes. They should be. Yes. A hundred percent. Well, especially if Lamar doesn't play. Exactly. That's I was just getting ready to say. I mean, if Lamar doesn't play, how do you not put Jacksonville as the favorite to win that football game? Yeah. It's man. We, this is the football that we've been waiting for all year and it's exciting. And we'll get to them in our rivalry round table. The Packers just keep winning. I mean, like, you go on the road to Miami. You look completely dead for the majority of that first half. And then Aaron Rodgers, like the undertaker, comes back, and you go 16 unanswered in the second half to win the game. I I mean, it's just you have teams who are getting hot at the right point. And this has been the thing about the NFL – you and we said it early, like you can have bad losses early and they not seem as bad looking in the rearview mirror. And you look here's at- the other thing, Josh, that I'm looking at like Green Bay loses this week and Washington loses this week. There's gonna be a chance that you're looking back if you're Washington and you're like, that tie doesn't look so bad right now, correct. Correct. Like, and if you're the Packers, you look back. And again, we went through that stretch of Jets, Giants, Commanders. Those three losses, you win one of those. You, you If you're able to close out a 10-point halftime lead, you make playoffs. Yep. Um. So, But again, teams get hot at the right time. Teams get really cold at the wrong time. And I'm not saying that, you know, like any of these, like the Eagles are getting cold at the wrong time. But again, it's all about those doubts and when the doubts start creeping in. Yeah. Yeah. And And that's exactly it. And you're like Washington this weekend now, we're getting ready to talk about some 
you know, quarterback changes. That's this is to me not hitting, all they're doing is hitting the panic button. Yeah, and to me, that's not what you want to be doing two weeks before what could be a playoff game for you. Yeah. And switching from Heineke to Wentz, Josh, do we think that this is a coaching decision or a front office decision as in we gave Carson Wentz all this money, we need to have him on the field? I think it's a we've lost three in a row, we're panicking, is what I think this is. Yeah, but here's the thing, man. Heineke's the captain that drives that ship. His energy on the offensive side of the ball, it's contagious. Carson Wentz is a bomb. He's just a capital B bomb. And I'm just going to tell you exactly what's going to happen this weekend. Wentz is going to come in. He's going to throw two picks. Everybody's going to panic. And you're going to see Heineke in the game in the fourth quarter. I'm telling you. Yeah. It's gonna I... Wentz, you, Wentz is going to have some rust. He's been out for a majority of this football season. You're going to see Heineke in the football game. You, you are. If it's coming down to the clutch and Wentz, are, is, Wentz is struggling to make the necessary plays, it's at home, Josh. If you can't beat the Browns at home. You don't deserve to be in the playoffs. You're in trouble. But, I mean, I'll say, if you cannot beat the Browns at home, just go. you don't deserve the playoffs, period. Um, and, and I don't care if Deshaun's back. Like, I don't care about any of that. If you cannot take care of the 6-9 and nine Cleveland Browns, you do not deserve to be in the playoff picture. No. Nope. Period. I, it's that simple. And this has been a pattern this year across the NFL where we want to throw the blame at the feet of our quarterbacks. Okay, your defense just gave up 40. Right. We, we, who are you benching? Why, why are you benching people? Yeah. Okay, you struggled against the Giants. Yep, you struggled there. Heineke still threw for 250 yards and a touchdown. Right, yeah. I just – I have a hard time that Wentz is going to come in and be a, a difference maker in this football game. I just – I'm not a Wentz guy, Josh. I, I, I know I'm, you're not. I know you're not. Him. I think that he struggles. He has no confidence in himself. And I'm just going to tell you, Josh, as soon as he makes his first mistake, what are the fans going to be doing? Oh, they're going to start booing him. Yeah. Wentz has to play perfect on Sunday for him to be in any sort of right mind space. Yeah. So in this football, it's just it, – it, it's got to – be perfect for him. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Heineke at the end. Um, that's just a prediction. And again, you look at this from a commander standpoint. So the two games against the Giants, he threw for almost 300 yards in both of those games. You were tied at halftime in Santa Clara. And then your defense gives up 30 in the second half. Like, let's let's realize where the problem is here. The problem is not with your – your defense gave up 30. And the, and that's their staple of their team right now is that defense, especially yes. you get young back. Like, you got burned by George Kittle all game. All game. Like, George Kittle just absolutely ate your lunch. 
But yeah, let's throw our young quarterbacks under the bus. And it's the same thing with the Jets. Right. I, and now, you know, moving on from Taylor Heineke getting benched to now moving on to Zach Wilson. And what a nightmare of a situation that is in New York. And now he's not even a backup. He's not, he's not even in uniform. He's inactive. He's done in New York. His time in New York is over. And there's a guy in our state that's dumb enough to be drooling over him right now, Josh. I'm telling you, Chris Bollard is like, hmm, if I go from old as dirt to young like Zach Wilson – I, the Colts are not drafting him or not trading for him. I'll tell you exactly what the Colts are going to do because they're dumb enough to do this. The Colts are going to go draft Will Levis from Kentucky. I, that, that's what they're going to do. I just, I'm, I just really hope that the Colts offseason is as comical as the season's been. The, and Crystal told me um, – this afternoon that there's talks that Ursay said that they're not turning down the fact that Jeff Saturday could be their head football coach next season. If that's the case, Colts fans just hop on over to channel 32 on Fox and watch the bears. You should be a bears fan. Your team's a dumpster fire. Your, your city is a dumpster fire. Your owner is a drug addict. Just sell the team. Come, come to the to the the good side. Um, but here's yeah. here's another crazy idea, because isn't this a Jim Mercy move? Uh, the other guy who we're going to talk about getting benched, Derek Carr. Have him go to Indy. Now, wouldn't that be a Jim Mercy move? And then Devontae wants out and comes to the NFC He's North not going to Chicago. And says, hey, Rodgers, you're a bum. I'm going to come nah. play with a real quarterback. If he, if he went anywhere, he'd come back to Green Bay, period. Um. Anyways, well, we're, 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 we're talking about quarterbacks who are getting benched. Right, and but I, that goes along with it, though. Like, if Derek Carr is not the future of the Raiders, that was the whole reason Devontae wanted to go there. He's correct. gone. On too, and the Raiders. If you don't think that that's the case, you're insane. You're stupid. a hundred percent. The only reason Devontae signed was because it's his old college quarterback, right? So then, if he's not there, Devontae's out too. So, and then you trade him, and then you got to blow it all up and start over. And the Raiders now are all of a sudden in trouble, and Josh McDaniel is now the head football coach of a team. Deep in a rebuild, if this blows up in their face, yeah. Now, much okay, a little bit of a transition here. Much like Derek Carr and Devontae were a package, Neil Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, or Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers, were supposed to be a package. Yesterday, Hackett gets fired. I, I think he was set up for failure. From the very beginning, I can't. I couldn't disagree with you more. I just don't think he's a good football coach. I think he's a really good offensive coordinator. I just right. don't. Th- I right. think he's. A bad, but, bad. Okay, he, but listen, listen. 
you cannot tell me if that Broncos team has Aaron Rodgers instead of Russell Wilson, they are better than four and 11. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And the system that Nathaniel Hackett coaches in was dependent upon Aaron Rodgers trying to take a guy who's an offensive mind and say, Hey, here's your offensive plan that you've perfected over the last several years. We're going to bring in the quarterback who's done this with you. And then all of a sudden you have to do it with a guy like Russell Wilson. You're set up for failure. Well, and I don't think he was set up for failure. I think that in his pitch that he gave to the Broncos, him saying, I could try to get Aaron to come here had to be in that pitch. And then when you didn't get Rodgers and you got Wilson, I – Everyone's like, oh, this is actually better for the Broncos. I think Wilson has now turned into one of the biggest trade blunders in the in NFL history. Uh, and the contract that he carries with him, you are stuck with him. You're, there's no way to get rid of him. You're going to have so much dead cap. You won't be able to get anybody else anyway. So you might as well play it out with them and see how it works out. But well, and what coach is going to go there? Oh, that it's it's a you're going to be in a rebuild at some point. And so, I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like you're not going to get any high high level free agents to go. No, I, it's not an attractive coaching position. It's not a big market team. No, like, I mean, I mean, they really like this has set this franchise back. And again, the crazy thing is week three, they beat the 49ers. They're two and one. And we're sitting here thinking like, ah, hey, listen, let Russ cook, baby. Like this. Te- and then all of a sudden, oh, boy. And that game that they played on Christmas Day. Like if that wasn't that had to be the nail. And that, oh, 100 percent. Like you lose to the awful Rams 51 by, you know, 51 to 14 or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Like, done. You're done. Well, and you're sitting there and you're like, hey, hey, Russ just threw a pick. Oh, hey, Ru- Russ just threw another. Oh, Ru- Russ threw another pick. Yeah. Right. And it was just one of those, man, where, and listen, I like Russ. I mean, I think he's a good guy. He was a lot of fun to watch in Seattle. But man, at some point, I don't want to say, like, hey, do we have to think that maybe Russ has passed his prime? But is Russ past his prime? I wouldn't want to – I don't know if like, I would – Like, one or two games is one thing. This has been the whole season that he's been like this. I don't know if he's passed his prime. I just – man, I mean, I'm He's only such, thrown 12 touchdowns. I'm just such – Josh, I'm such a Russell Wilson guy. I was a big Russell Wilson fan. I just have a hard time defending him, but I still think that there's an off chance that maybe you get a new coach in there. Maybe there was more to it. Maybe this team is just, and I mean, they're fighting on the sideline. Like their team is a literal dumpster fire. Absolutely. And maybe a new, a new face is the football coach change things around next year. And maybe that, maybe it works out, but if, if it doesn't, it's, it's it comes down to you picked up Russell Wilson and now you're stuck with him and Denver will be set up for failure for years to come for a long 
long time. Yeah. That that's a 230 plus million dollar blunder that yeah. they've made. Like those mistakes just don't go away. Speaking of going away, ah, this one kind of gets me a little bit. Yeah, JJ Watt retired today. Um, he's gonna finish the season out, but this is his last football season in the NFL. I mean, when he got drafted to the Houston Texans, he was like all that team had for years. Yes. Him and Andre Johnson. And then Andre Johnson decided to rip a guy's helmet off and throw some punches. And then it was that, that was an all-time moment, by the way. Right. And it's like if I think of like the Houston Texans, I think of two things. I think of JJ Watt and I think of Andre Johnson getting in a fight. Yeah. And I mean, like this guy, when he was in his prime, so really probably 2012 through 2015, 2010, 2017 on the sack numbers. Insane. Like those are just ridiculous numbers. Right. For him. Surefire first ballot Hall of Famer. Has to be. You would think. I I mean, has there been a, when he was healthy, a more dominant force than J.J. Watt? No. He's, He's just a beast. And now, you know. You got his brother in Pittsburgh, who's just as much of a beast on the defense. Right. And, and I think, you know, we talked before we started recording. Okay, why? Why did he do that? And I think it's so much. Um, has He wants to be a dad. He's a dad now, has a young kid. I get it. I mean, the NFL, like we talked about with Tua, how much is too much for your body to take? Right. And how much is it worth to you giving up time with your family? That constant grind. Right. Because even when they play at home, they're not home the whole season. Right. Because you play on Sunday. Let's say you have a road game Sunday. Even if it's an early game, you're not getting back till 5 or 6 o'clock at the earliest. You're tired. You're beat up. You can't move Sunday night into Monday. Monday you're probably off Monday, Tuesday, you're in getting treatment. You're putting in pregame Wednesday, Thursday, you're practicing Friday walk through. I did Saturday. You're in pregame. I it, it's so 18 weeks out of the year, like you're not home. Yeah. I, I I'm going to miss JJ Watt just because of the guy that he is. He's such a good football guy. Like, he's just a good dude. Um, the things that he did for Houston. Um, yep. Well, in Texas in general. I mean, right. it, for so long, he was everything that an ambassador, and still is, an ambassador for everything for the game and everything that the game is good was embodied with J.J. Watt. Right. And I think whether it's a broadcasting job, because wouldn't you love getting him on one side of the ball color commentating, Tony Romo on the other side commentating, you get like, listen, put that man in the broadcast booth. He would be fantastic. Right. But again, Hall of Fame career that I think was cut way too short by injury. Yeah. Um, And I don't think we ever fully saw the potential 
that was J.J. Watt. Right. Let's go to the rivalry roundtable. Okay. Um, some good for your Bears on Sunday. Yeah. Like, um, like Justin Fields didn't get hurt. Yeah, and if you watch the game at all, like he wasn't scrambling as much no. as he which good. Right. And I think that that's part of the game plan is hey dude, we're gonna keep you in the pocket a little bit. If you need to get out of the pocket just to keep yourself safe, get out of the pocket, but we're not doing design runs. Um, you might see a little bit more now this week in Detroit because you're inside in a controlled yeah. environment. Um, but man. I mean, they competed for a, for a half. Yeah. With Buffalo. They were in the game in the fourth quarter, and then it just – you had to go for it on fourth down, give up a touch, another touchdown. But um, I'm seeing some promising things out of the Bears, you know, when they're just they're, – they need to lose. That's part of it. Yeah. And, and I think I the biggest thing for me – you like the, the receivers just have to get better. I mean, th- there's the drop that Cole Komet had. I think it was either early in the third quarter or late in the second quarter. Yeah. Like that, that's legit a game changing drop. Yeah. And, and, and that's it wasn't it, a bad throw. It was right on him. And you just like they have to get more weapons for him and again listen the bills are going to score 35 points a game because they are the bills right even more so when like you said you have to go for it you give them short fields um but i I think the biggest thing he didn't get hurt nobody really got hurt yeah well the whole bears team is hurt right now like our whole defense is hurt secondary is hurt mooney claypool you name it, everybody's hurt. Nobody who was on the field got any more hurt. Right, there. Fair, that, fair. okay. Yeah, um, and, but again, super excited for the future with Fields. I mean, Yeah, he, but they, they need to build a dome now. Um, like, I, I'm good with waiting on that. I love the bare weather aspect of football. But it's not a thing. Like, I, it's not an advantage anymore. Like, that, that – Cold it's not hard fast for either team. It, it's not an advantage. And, like, if you want to say, oh, well, bear weather, okay, well, the fans aren't buying into that anymore. Right. No, you know, and, and that's the thing. Like, 70s and 80s, when people would go to Soldier Field, even if it was cold, even if it was – I hate to say it, but I think those days are gone. Right. Like, the modern-day NFL fan wants to be able to watch the game and watch the players compete at the highest level. Well, the players can't compete at the highest level when the kickoff wind chill is negative 15. There's a 30 mile an hour wind. Even Justin Fields was saying, dude, the snap was moving on us. Right. Like, yeah. that's not high level football. No. Like, and I hate to say it, but like, at what point do you say, okay, maybe in these really harsh climates, let, let's look to put a roof on? Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's, I don't know. I've just always been a proprietor or the, like a, a supporter of, you know, bare weather football should be played outdoors. But again, you're getting towards an NFL where it's an offense driven league you, yeah. you scored. That's what makes it entertaining. 
And below 30 degree wind chilled and 35 mile an hour winds is not going to help that happen. Um, so, I mean, that, that was about as empty as I've ever seen soldier field. Yeah. Well, and you, you knew it was going to be like six bucks a ticket. That's the cheapest correct ticket in 15 years or something. Yeah. Ridiculous. So, but, but again, the positives are you lost and nobody got hurt. Right. So, I mean, at this point you're guaranteed a top three draft pick. Right. So, and again, now it's, Hey, this new regime. Now you have all of these draft picks. I think now really officially starts the clock on them on. Okay. Now you're in your second off season. Right. Now it's time to huge get to work. moves have to get to work. Yep. They're still alive. I, they are. And you give credit to the Packers. I mean, they're playing good football. They're staying in it. Um, it's just going to make it even more sweeter when the Vikings beat them this week and eliminate them from the playoffs. It's going to be fantastic stuff for people to watch. Well, and, and here's the thing, too, with the Vikings. They still have a whole lot to play for. Right. And that I, I said that to a couple buddies this past weekend that, you know, hey, this game all of a sudden becomes a little bit more – important to the Vikings than you would have thought with the Eagles loss. Um, If you were the Packers, you're rooting for the Eagles to win. Maybe the Vikings don't have as much to play for. Now, all of a sudden the Vikings are like, Hey, Eagles lose. We win. We have a a shot at that one seat. Yeah. I I still, I go back to, and I I'm with you. I think that, but again, it's a 325 start yeah. that doesn't trend well for Mr. Thuggins. No, Kurt Thuggins only thugs at noon. Um, and, and I still like I go back to this Vikings team, man. They have not played well since they beat the Bills. No. I, I mean, like if you look since then. So you beat the Bills, and that was coming off a stretch where you beat the Commanders and the Bills. Then you get shellacked by the Cowboys. You eke out a win against the Patriots. You eke out a win against the Jets. You get beat by the Lions. And then you have to win at the buzzer against the Colts and the Giants. They're not playing good football right now. No. And And, and it's, you know, I mean – here. The stupid thing is that the Packers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. What does Vegas know? That, that's my question. It's in Green Bay, too. That's that's the next issue. Yeah. And, I mean, you look – I mean, the Vikings have not played in cold weather. Right, and haven't played well in cold weather. I mean, because their only road game – since the middle of November was at Detroit inside. Right. So Minnesota has not played a single winter weather game. Oh, they better be practicing outdoors this week. Uh, yeah. In Minnesota, like it's no, it's about the same temperature yeah. in there. The, the only thing is, is that it's, it's supposed to be like 37 in Green Bay on Sunday. So it's exactly. not going to be – no, it's going to be very, very tolerable. Yeah, and if but you're again, a Packer, 
if you're a Packer fan, you're kind of bummed about that. You were kind of hoping. Yeah, you're kind of your only hope was that, hey, let's make it sub-zero frozen field. So, right. you know, Cook and Thielen and Jefferson and, you know, can't run all over us. Right. Um, I, it's a tough matchup for them, man. But, again. I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I, I do, too. I think it's going to be a good game. A lot of implications for both teams. Um, so, but I think the Packers do have a little bit of an edge with it being in Green Bay. Um, but again, fun game to watch for all sides on Sunday. And I think, like, if you're going to break down this one, your two biggest matchups from a Packers standpoint is going to be Jair on Justin Jefferson. What, what you can't try to do is try to shut Justin Jefferson down. You're not going to shut him down. Limit his touches. Limit his touches. Keep him in front of you. I I am a of complete in support of doubling him. And if you get beat by Adam Thielen and TJ Hawkinson, oh well. Yeah, then, put one on top, one on bottom, yeah, the whole and, game. And just say, but I mean Hawkinson. But then and then you put Rasul on Thielen and you take your chances there. And I again though, Th- Hawkinson had a fantastic week last week. Two touchdowns over 100 yards receiving. This is why the Vikings went out and got him mid-season. Yep, 100%. That just 100%. makes him more dangerous with the addition of him. And then you got Cook in the backfield. The Packers have been a little bit better at stopping the run, but it's still not their strong suit. You're going to have to shut down Cook if you if you want to have an opportunity to win this football game. And the Vikings defense has not shown up week after no. week. So. It that it's going to come down to who can get the most stops, who's and again, stops, and who's going to win the turnover battle. This you've played yourself into this position if you're a Green Bay. You've literally played yourself back from the dead to have two playoff games now. Yeah. Really, you've had three playoff games in a row, so you've put yourself in this position. And the best part about this for me is all of this is like okay. Nobody yeah. expected them to make the playoffs. Well, that's I've said that like the years that the Bears were still in the hunt. Like this is the first year since you know in a while. The last year they struggled, but where the Bears aren't even in the hunt come week 16, 17. Like right, makes play football meaningful. It's, yep. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; it's been relaxing. I've been quite relaxed on football Sundays, but I it, hey, listen, it, you play meaningful games in January. I okay. Like that. And again, this stat that Matt LaFleur has not lost in the month of December is kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I, it is when the weather turns cold, LaFleur gets hot. So, and, and again, all you can ask is, Hey, let's play meaningful games. Let's see what happens. And again, there's just that little voice in the back of your head. What if Rodgers gets hot? I And I know it's worst case scenario. Like that is truly worst case scenario for you. I just don't want him in the playoffs. I don't. I just, I don't. I don't want Rodgers in the playoffs. I don't want to listen to his dumb face. <laughs> dumb face. I hate him, and just just no other way for me to put it. Yeah, it's him. fair. 
It's I fair. Just, I'm ready for him to go someplace else. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I mean, listen, I'm ready for a fresh start, too. I, I am ready for a fresh start, too. You've changed your tune ever. You know, now all of a sudden they're winning, Josh. No, 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 no. I am still ready for Jordan Love. All you need is love. Correct. But if he still wants to be around (laughs) and he still wants to, you know, know, it's fun to play meaningful games. At the end of the day, it's fun to play meaningful games. But even even if the Packers went out, they still need a little help. I, at the end of the day, they still need a little help. Um, so go Browns this week. Go Cowboys next week. Uh, go Pack Go every week. Um, but, again, it's just – I that win in Miami was very unexpected. I And, again, Tua in the fourth quarter, wolf. Yeah. Like, I that was some of the worst football – that I've seen in a long time. The only thing that was worse than Tua in the fourth quarter were my picks this week. No fighting. We got the no fighting. No fighting. Because much like Shakira, our picks don't lie. Nine and seven. Straight up an embarrassment. Like I, you're a big Disney guy. Yeah. Disana on you. Disana on your cow. Disana on your uh, Yeah. I, you know, it was just so you now have a three game or a four game lead. Four game lead. Oh, you know what that means, Josh? Plenty of ball games left. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's still a chance for yeah, me to mess we, up. We, we still have uh Several games in the tank. Uh, playoff game for the Titans Thursday night. I they don't have a shot. Like I, I hate to say it. Like they just do not have a shot. Give me the Cowboys. I think 12 on the line is small. If you don't have Derrick Henry, like forget it. It's just done. Give me the Cowboys. Uh, well, here's the other thing, Josh. Really, this football game doesn't mean much to the t- titans because you lose this game you still have a chance to get in next week so next week is a playoff game no matter what the outcomes are this week so with that being said definitely give me the cowboys because the cowboys you know they have everything to play for um yep but yeah tennessee it doesn't really matter uh the only reason this next game carries any semblance is because now jj watch retiring and it's the you know the penultimate time we'll see JJ Watt in uniform. Other than that, this game is horrible with terrible football. Um, Cardinals. Does this, does this game win the award? I think it does, sir. I think it's time to ship it to London. To London. Uh, tea and crumpets. Uh, give me the Falcons. I guess I don't know. Yeah, in, in honor of Christmas, there's a, a line in the Grinch where he says, Don't wash your knife, but promise an award of some kind. <laughs> Who's winning? A cash prize. <laughs> um, I'm picking Atlanta because, again, they have an opportunity 
still in this division, this absolute gnarly, gross division. However, though, the Panthers hold can control their own destiny, which is wild. It's insane. Why you trade CMC and now all of a sudden you control your own destiny? <laughs> Unreal. The NFL is fantastic. I, yeah. There's just no other way to put it. Uh, Bears at Lions. Uh, Lions with everything to play for. The Bears need to lose. Give me the Lions. Yeah, I would, I'm picking the Lions just because the Bears, you don't want to win the game. You don't. This is let the Lions have their moment. Enjoy this, Lions. Have fun. Because next year we're coming. Give me the Lions. A huge game in Foxborough this weekend. Huge game. Cannot be understated. Cannot be overstated. It's ginormous. The Patriots are nowhere. Like, they are just bad. But the news coming out that it's now Teddy Bridgewater. I, I still just – I don't know if I trust Mac Jones to score the football. He's bad. Is it time that we say Mac Jones is bad? He is. He's bad. I'm saying it. I think he's bad. I'm taking the Dolphins to go in to Foxborough and come away from it. I'm picking New England, and I, I think he's bad, but I don't think that the Dolphins are as good without Tua as they are with – you know, Bridgewater is a good addition – that you could easily like slide him into the lineup and it not too much is different without him. Um, but I still think at, in Foxborough that New England gets the job done. Colts and Giants. Giants. Yeah, Giants. It Giants. doesn't matter. I, I heard this week that, you know, anybody could be quarterback. They're having open tryouts in Indianapolis at this point. Um, yeah, why not? Yeah, why not just put in Ellinger? Like, why Why give Foles uh, just because he's yeah. – I don't know. Giants. Saints and Christian, it is now time to fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Give me the Eagles. Big. Upset pick of the week. Hello. New Orleans on the road in Philly upsets the Eagles. And all of a sudden, there's some trouble brewing in Philadelphia. You want to put a beat-ups dinner on that? No, I just want to. Okay. I just thought, like, hey, you want to put your money where your mouth is? No, I'm just. You, you've learned your lesson the last 48 hours, a boy. I'm just trying to give you to come back. <laughs> Carolina and Tampa Bay, a huge game. Huge. Yeah. Massive. Give me the Bucks. Yeah, I got to go with the Bucks. Uh, I want to go with Carolina so bad, but it's Tom Brady. This is Tom Brady time. Like clocks dinging, bing, like clock strikes Brady. Go, yep. go. Browns and Commanders. Go Browns. What? Oh, well, you – I know why. I know why. Why? You know why. Because the Packers need them to lose. Oh, correct. Yeah. I, I need the Commanders to lose. So, 100%, I'm going to take the Browns. 
I'm picking the Commanders. Uh, All right. fair, fair enough. Based on, based on a Heineke comeback win, not because of Carson Wentz. He's a bum. Jacksonville at Houston. Uh, the fact that Jacksonville is only a four-and-a-half-point favorite here seems a little bit comical to me, uh, but give me Jacksonville. I want to pick Houston because I want the Bears to have first-round pick. Um but I'm going to go ahead and pick Jacksonville. Uh, 49ers by 700 billion. Yeah, I'm going to say 49ers by a billion. Uh, the benching of David Carr, Las Vegas is a dumpster fire. Give me San Francisco. Jets and the Seahawks. Uh, Jets. Must win game. Seahawks. Are I, this is an impossible game to pick. Absolutely impossible game to pick. But my initial gut was go with the Jets, so I'm sticking with my gut. I'm going with the Jets. I'm, but I'm that, that could also be the Mexican food that I ate earlier tonight. I don't know, but I'm still going with the Jets. I, I'm going with Seattle. The Seattle, again, they're still in the playoff hunt too. Um, the Jets are a dumpster fire. Give me Seattle. Rams and goal charges goal. Uh, Chargers playing great football game with the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Skull. Skull. This is the biggest rivalry game for the Packers all year. Period. The Vikings are the Packers' biggest rival. It is the most meaningful game you have played all year. It is time for the back-to-back league MVP to finally show up and have one of his vintage who-do-you-think-you-are-I-am games in honor of Pete Weber also retiring from professional bowling. Look at that. We went through professional bowling in on the pod. I mean, that's, I mean, if you mentioned a moment from bowling, isn't that the only moment? Hey, that's the only one, right? Um, I don't do this. Go, Pat, go. It is time to beat those purple pant wearing, school clapping, hot dish eating Minnesotans. It is time to make a run. Give me Minnesota. I yeah, just I figured. I just think that they're too good. I, I listen. That that last one was a hundred percent a heart pick. Josh, that, that's all I do is pick with my. Heart. I know, but my head says, "Bro, you're going to get beat by three touchdowns." <laughs> but my heart says, "The back, I, the I back MVP." Just finds a way to win this football game. I think it's going to be a close football game. I do. I don't think it's going to be. Oh, is that a new producer you're rocking today? Yeah, this is uh, yeah. a fight song. Bow, 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 bow. Sorry, I, I just tilted the. Yeah, no, I like it. And I like that it's over the whole state. Because whose state? It's our state. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's this is actually a gift from Jason Hogue. I like it. So, yeah, it's beautiful. It's, comfy. it's like a good night shirt. Like, yeah, there you go. I'm a big fan. Stillers 
and the Ravens. Woof. Like this. Uh, I, I'm going to take Baltimore. They got to win. I th- They have to win. Um, I'm going to take Baltimore. Well, I guess technically they don't. They're in. So somehow, some way, they're already in. Um, so they don't have to win, but I'm picking Baltimore. I think, Josh, next week you're going to have to have me pick first. Okay. I don't want to be the, like picking because I just want to beat you and pick. Yeah, no, same. that's fine. But I think next week I'll have to go first. Fair enough. I just don't want you to think that that's why. But I've picked a lot of different games. In yeah. Uh, is this is this game of the year on Monday night? It's fantastic. I mean, are, are we are we ready to say game of the year? I don't know. The Buffalo Kansas City game from earlier in the year was a fantastic game. Um, but this could be just as good, and this could be a preview for the AFC Championship. I mean, I I cannot wait for this football game on Monday night, and I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. I know, like I I know I share it because I'm like the Bengals are hot. They're so hot. They're playing so good, and this is such a meaningful game for both teams because Kansas City. You know, if you're Kansas City, you have a a walkover game against Denver this week. Buffalo's going to have to get beat up this week. You know, next week Kansas City easy game against the Raiders. Buffalo plays New England. Yeah. Buffalo clearly has a harder end-of-the-year schedule than Kansas City. Yep. So here's my next prediction. Buffalo's going to lose out on the number one seed here at the end of the season. Um, But I am picking Cincinnati in this one. They're at home. They're playing fantastic football. I I got to go with Cincinnati. So, Josh, I picked a lot of different ones than you. We did. A real world chance where we're even. <laughs> Come next. Yeah. Week. Yeah. So. Now, let's throw a couple bonus picks in for the fans. We do have the college football playoff. Yeah. On Saturday. The- Saturday evening, uh, starting off at the three o'clock hour for those of us in the central time zone. The victors of the Big Ten, the Michigan Wolverines, taking on the Horned Frogs of Texas Christian. Well, Christian, who are you taking? I'm taking Michigan. Uh, yes. That, I, yes. I got to roll with the Big Ten school. Um, Michigan put a trouncing on Purdue in the Big Ten championship game. Uh, Big Ten – when it comes to college football has to do some realigning. And I think they will when the addition of USC and UCLA comes to the conference. Um, but yeah, I got Michigan by, uh, by a lot. Georgia and Ohio state. Did you pick a team? No, oh, yeah. I'm taking Michigan, bro. Like that, oh, okay. that game is not going to be close. Okay. I, this, this game. It's intriguing. Yeah. Um, I, I, if Ohio State plays their best and Georgia doesn't, I think Ohio State can stay in it. But if Georgia comes out guns blazing, 
boy, uh, it, it's going to be hard for any college team to hang with Georgia. And I think it would be difficult for the Houston Texans to hang with Georgia. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm, um, I, I'm taking the Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm taking the Bulldogs. Uh, they're the best team in the country, if you ask me. And I, I think you're going to see that. Locks of the week, back to the pro ball. Uh, I, I like San Francisco minus 10. I really like San Francisco minus 10. Um, I'm, I'm going Detroit minus six. <laughs> Bears are trying to lose, so. So that'll wrap it up, folks. Just like hang on to your butts. Uh, just an absolute massive week of football. Um, and then and then the best part is we get to turn around, we get to do this again next week. That's right. So I just hang on to your butts, enjoy every minute, and we will talk to you next week.